So, Arisha, this world can be a truly cruel and unfair place, which mm-hmm. is why it feels like such a huge win when we get just even a little bit of justice. I mean, justice is one of my core values. <laughs> I love when justice happens. Oh, same. And yesterday was one of those big win moments for rapper Megan Thee Stallion because three years after a fateful incident in 2020, it was announced that rapper Tory Lane's will be doing some time for his crime against her. Yeah, but the battle might not be over just yet because Tori's legal team might have a few extra tricks up their sleeves. Oh, I bet they do. From mm-hmm. Wondery, I'm Brooke Sifrin. And I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. It's Wednesday, August 9th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. If you've been keeping up with Even the Rich, you've heard us talking about Monopoly Go. That's right. And we're going to keep talking about it. So playing Monopoly Go with your family and friends is truly a delight. Yeah, there's always something new to do, like partner events where you build on each other's boards, crazy tournaments where you can recruit your friends, or competitions to outdo them on the leaderboards. And we love competition. Yeah, we do. Too much. And if you want to play solo, there's timed events like obscenely massive multipliers for all your winnings and challenges like treasure hunts or money sprees. It's honestly a really great pastime. Exactly. Compete with your friends and people all around the world to be the biggest Monopoly tycoon on the leaderboards. So join the fun and download Monopoly Go now, free on the App Store and Google Play. Life is full of personal wins, whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Give me that, give me that hot gas. So if there's one thing we know from doing this show, it's that court trials can truly drag on forever, which is why mm-hmm. I'm convinced that you love Law & Order so much, because they just wrap that shit up real quick, you know? <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> I mean, it's in our Constitution, speedy trials, and yet yeah. nobody seems to have gotten that memo. Exactly. Um, but just yesterday, we did finally get an update in the case involving rappers Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion. Now, we did talk about this before. It all started back in 2020 when Tory shot at Megan after they both left a party at Kylie Jenner's house. And there was so much he said, she said, other people said. But, you know, as Arisha Skidmore-Williams says, the truth is always somewhere in the middle, you know? And we got to take that into account. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But Tory was finally found guilty by a jury last December. And yesterday he was sentenced to 10 years in prison. Yeah, he was found guilty on three charges. Assault with a semi-automatic firearm, carrying a loaded unregistered firearm in a vehicle, and discharging a firearm with gross negligence. Now, after his initial sentencing, he got a new legal team And three months later, they filed a motion to get a new trial. They were claiming that the judge shouldn't have allowed jury members to see an Instagram comment from Tori's account. 
And that comment denied someone else at the party being the shooter. Mm. According to the original court filing, Tori wasn't the one managing his account at the time. So his attorneys were like, "Uh, judge, (laughs) you shouldn't have allowed that Instagram reply to be seen by the jury because they didn't have enough time to prove who actually wrote that comment. Mm. But in May, the judge said, "Uh -uh," (laughs) uh-uh, denied his legal team's request for a new trial. And his sentencing date kept getting pushed until we finally heard the verdict yesterday. After Tory received his 10-year sentence, NBC News reported that he looked surprised but remained quiet. And mm. even though he's not getting the maximum time of 22 years, this is still a victory for Megan. Yeah. She did choose not to appear in court for the sentencing, but she did send a statement to the judge asking that Tory sentencing be a message on behalf of all women who are survivors of violence. Megan made it clear that the reason she wasn't in court was to protect her own mental health. She wrote... I struggle with being present. After everything that occurred, I cannot bring myself back to being in the same room as him. Hmm. She said, I've been tormented and terrorized. And he treated my trauma like a joke when I could have been dead. Yeah. She also said that Tori blamed the system. He blamed the press. And as of late, he is using his childhood trauma to justify his actions. And then she said, slowly but surely I'm healing, but I'll never be the same. His crime warrants the full weight of the law. Mercy is reserved for those who show remorse. Which, Which is a really good point. I love that quote. I, I do love too. that quote. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so even though Tory's been sentenced, like we said, he's not given up yet. Yeah. According to his legal team, they plan to file appeals for both the sentence and the conviction. Um, but, you know, Megan is doing her best to move on. She actually wrote an op-ed in Elle magazine and says she's closing this chapter of her life, which I'm sure she's very excited to do. Yeah, I mean, this is such a traumatic experience to have to rehash and relive every time this comes up. I like, know. Like, geez. For three years, she's had to re- keep I reliving know. For this? For three like, years, yeah. I mean, it's a lot. Um, so Megan's essay was just released yesterday, and in it, she said that she wishes she could have handled this situation privately, but that everything changed after Tori made it public. She wrote, By the time I identified my attacker, I was completely drained. Many thought I was inexplicably healed because I was still smiling through the pain, still posting on social media, still performing, still dancing, and still releasing music. And I'm glad she said that because I think that's a common misconception people have where they're like, oh, Mm -hmm. they seem fine. And it's like so much of being a human is compartmentalizing these emotions. Yeah. And yeah, carrying on when we're literally dying inside. So let's not just make these assumptions about people just because they're smiling, just because they're doing their job. Exactly. Doesn't mean that everything's fine underneath. Yeah. Sometimes going on with your life is how you cope with things that are going on behind the scenes. It's like, that's life. Yeah, exactly. So Megan in her essay also said that she fell into a deep depression and would often cry backstage and in her hotels on tour. She said, it never crossed my mind that people wouldn't believe me. Hmm. But now she says that she's in a happier place. She said, my purpose is for these words to serve as the final time that I'll address anything regarding this case in the press. I understand the public intrigue, but for the sake of my mental health, I don't plan to keep reliving the most traumatic experience of my life over and over again. I'm choosing to change the narrative because I'm more than just my trauma. Good for her. Yeah. I mean, geez, God. Yeah. Um, it looks like Tori Lanes is about to spend 10 years behind bars. Um, what do you think? Like, do you think justice was served here? Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, well, 22 years is the maximum and he got right. less than half that. Yeah. Um, and I, I hate to say 
it's just one of those things where usually in these cases, let's face it, like violence against women is very not often like justice. Justice is not right. sought and justice is not received in these cases. So I feel like, yeah. yes, it's not what it could have been, but it's something. Um, and I, I mean, I just I can't imagine being in Megan's shoes and having this have played out the way that it did. And it, that's the other thing is like you're dealing with this kind of situation, this violence with somebody you know. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, there's the media circus around it. I know. Like processing yeah. that trauma while also, you know, seeing headlines whenever this stuff comes up. I mean, just yesterday, my newsfeed was full of stuff about Tori. Like every time something about this case comes out, it's everywhere. And it's just, yes, you want to protect your mental health. And that's really hard to do when you're a celebrity. Yeah. It's like, it's interesting her saying, I never thought people wouldn't believe me because I, yeah. I think that's probably a feeling a lot of women especially have in these cases. Like we hear about these things all the time and then you read the comments and it's like, oh, well, you're just trying to get clout or you're just trying to get this and that. And it's like, it's gotta be so mentally draining, especially when you're like, well, I'm just telling the story that happened and I didn't think people wouldn't believe me. Like, this is crazy. So it's gotta just be... And and I it's it's crazy because like I look at Megan the Stallion as like this strong ass bitch you know like I, oh, for, I've always looked at her course. that way yeah so it's like we got to remember like these people aren't yeah you know they're not necessarily as strong as we look at them as like they are going through stuff too and yeah yeah it's and I mean they're hugely strong for like having all that under the surface and still presenting as these strong badass bitches and it's like yeah. under the surface and again it's just one of those things where it's like you know, be kind. You don't know what anyone's know. going through. Just because they're smiling doesn't mean they weren't just sobbing in the car for 20 minutes before they got out. Like Exactly. Yeah. Let's just like, have I, a little more grace. I can't imagine you and I going on tour. Like, I could read a bad review of our show before going on tour and be like, I can't. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't go out there. I'm done. Like, so just to well, have this going on and then still tour as a famous person is like, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the crying backstage, I was like, that would be me. And they'd be like, you got to get on stage. I'd be like, I can't. <laughs> Somebody said I talk too wet. I can't. Oh, no, not talking too wet. Let's end there. <laughs> From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. Be sure to follow us on socials at Brooke Ziffrin and at Arisha Skidmore-Williams. We love connecting with you. And we're also now in video. You can watch our full episodes on YouTube on the Wondery channel. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast, American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. 
pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.